Hi, I'm Cindy Lauper. My scalp was covered with psoriasis. Felt like I was trapped between a rock and a hard place. Then I started Cosentix. Cosentix Secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe black psoriasis, 300 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or 1-844-COSENTIX. Cosentix works for me. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. My son had a gift with technology. With reliable internet at home through the Internet Essentials program, the world opened up. He's part of this next generation of young people who feel they can thrive. Through Project Up, Comcast is committing $1 billion to help open doors for the next generation with the connectivity and skills they need to build a future of unlimited possibilities. Expectations matter. What do you expect from an SUV? Versatility? A range of sizes built to fit your life? A range of exteriors that all invite stairs? Or being able to take control of more than just the wheel? Expectations matter, but exceeding them matters more. How we get there matters. The Audi family of SUVs. Progress you can feel. Hey everyone, welcome to Ryan Rants. I am back with another episode. Yes, that was my O'Neill Cruz bobblehead that is fixed thanks to super glue. It was a uh, touch and go situation there. And uh, I, yeah, opened up the box on Sunday morning when I got home after dropping Donardo off after our live pod that I'll talk about here in a second. And uh, opened up the box that I probably dropped, I don't know, Cody or Tyler or Jim would have a better idea, but I probably dropped that thing about 10 times Saturday just carrying around during the game. And uh, yeah, definitely Onyo Cruz bobblehead was broke on at both of his ankles. So I tweeted that picture out. I tweeted the finished product after I fixed it, which looks great now. And yeah, that tweet blew up and I got a million people saying, oh, it's art imitating life, just like in real life when he broke his ankle. Yeah, it was funny <laughs> the first couple comments, and then by like the sixteenth, fiftieth comment, it was it was it wasn't that funny anymore. But um, yeah, I got got the cruise bobblehead. He's good to go. Super glue definitely was clutch. And um, Saturday's game last last week against the Cardinals um, was a great time. Our as I say, our live pod in quotes um, has some technical difficulties um but thanks to everyone that came out uh basically we couldn't um 
get the microphones and everything set up. So we had no audio through my MacBook right here that I'm uh, recording from right now, which probably a good thing that it didn't work because if you were out there Saturday or if you went outside anywhere Saturday in Western PA, it was hot. And my MacBook was about uh, 200 degrees in like 10 minutes just from sitting in the sun and, and uh, had a couple things plugged in. So yeah, so probably a good idea because this computer probably would have blew up at some point if we started recording. So, uh, but again, it was a great time. We had a lot of people out, um, the food, drinks, everything uh, at the gold lot too that turned into a prepay lot apparently at noon. So um, thankfully, the, <laughs> shout out to the guy that was nice working the uh, the booth and let us in even though we didn't have a prepay pass. So hopefully, hopefully I didn't get in trouble because I just outed him, but yeah, it was good to see everybody. Like I said, Donardo and I haven't obviously done one of those with the North Shore Nine since before COVID. Um, I think 2019 was the last um, was the last time we were there. We did that bar crawl. I think at the I think that was February of 2020, right before everything shut down. And um, yeah, no fans in 2020. And Donardo hasn't really been up here since. And I kind of stopped watching the Pirates for two years, so you know that'll happen. But um, yeah, so it, it's been since 2019, but it was great to see everybody. It was kind of like, um, old times, like nothing really, uh, like we, we haven't been away from you that long. So I guess that's the, the positives about Twitter and social media and everything these days. So you, you stay connected with, with people you like. And, uh, and then there's also the negative, which I'm, I'm going to get into here on my rant today, but, but no, great. Thanks again for everyone coming out. And, uh, the game was a good time. Uh, a lot of stuff happened. We had a rain delay, which was out of nowhere. Uh, I think that tarp was on the field for maybe like 10, 15 minutes. It was like the shortest rain delay. It was almost like, why did you even put it on? Because you knew the it was sunny out when it was downpouring. Like the downpour literally happened, lasted like three minutes and it was done. So, um, but yeah, crazy game. Pirates came back, uh, got the win against the Cardinals and uh, kept that winning streak going. But Obviously, the winning streak di didn't last, as we found out this week, and that's where I wanted to get started with my rant. So, yeah, the Pirates were on a six-game, was it six? You know, five-game winning, well, five-game winning streak going into the the Oakland A's series. Um, I tweeted out and said, "Hey, you know, sweep the A's, and suddenly you're on an eight-game winning streak. Easy peasy. This is the way." No, no worries. No, it's it's the A's. The A's are twelve and fifty or whatever. No problem. Unfortunately, that's not how baseball works, <laughs> and that's not how sports works. And I, I think one of the thing, the biggest things that kills me about Pirates Twitter and just Pirates fan base in general, and probably most fan bases too, but is just the overreaction of everything. A, a couple games, a, a two, three game you know, sample, super sample size, you know, small sample size. And it's just that overreaction. Oh, the Pirates are great. They won five, six in a row. Oh, they lost two. Now they're the worst team ever again. So we went into that A series. The first game of the series, you know, the Pirates won. It was one of the ugliest wins uh, I've seen in years. Um, really ugly win, but you'll take it. They went five to four. You have Mitch Keller coming up and then, Contreras in game three at home against the 12 and 50 A's. No problem. You know, Keller's going to go out there and put up a performance and the pirates are going to at least win two or three. And if they sweep, you're in a great spot. Well, it didn't happen. 
not only did the Pirates uh, lose with Keller on the mound, they got smoked in the in the final game with Contreras on the mound, giving up six. So I think he gave up six runs in the first, and the A's scored literally a whole touchdown and an extra point in the first inning. So the Pirates are down seven nothing um, right off the get. And the look, the A's are a right now historically bad team. We'll see what happens by the end of the season where they finish up as far as like the all-time worst records go. But let's not be, I mean, it's baseball guys that let's not be act like they were the Washington wild thing stepping onto the field uh, against the pirates. And it's absolutely unheard of that they won Um, the pirates, you know, the pirates aren't a great team. I don't think we, we knew that before, you know, we, I think we knew that even after April or we should have known that, um, it's just this pirate team is is getting to a place. So they're they're 32 and 29 right now. They're getting to a place in, in a bad division where they're able to hang around and maybe they hang around all season and they stay in it. And, and it, what what ends up being a bad division where 84, 85, 86 wins may win it. So maybe they hang around and I think they have enough talent to to do that. Um, but the way that they've they've gone about this record in the season is is just wild. I mean, a 20 and 8 April. An awful May, where I think they won six games. Uh, then they come out and they rip off six in a you know six in a row, and then they lose those two to the to the A's. They, they've just been really inconsistent, really up and down, really streaky. Um, and we see this. I mean, this is yeah. You, you can't go in there and expect to beat a team. And the Pirates have been for the most part all season playing as an underdog. Maybe at best, if they're a favorite, they're pretty much even money, you know, minus 110. You see the betting lines, minus 120. We really haven't seen them be these heavy favorites. Coming into the A series, the A's are awful. The Pirates are at home. They got the pitching matchup. Everything was in their favor. They had momentum. I mean, if you believe in that, they had the they had a five-game winning streak. They had everything on their side. And look at the betting lines. Pirates were minus 200. Uh, Keller on the mound minus 275 you know for my non-betting friends basically if you wanted to bet the Pirates to win that day you would have to put up $300 to win 100 you had to put $3 up to win one so that's a that's a heavy favorite in baseball and Pirates aren't used to playing as a favorite and it's different we see this across sports all the time if if this wasn't you know teams that will I mean look at the Steelers for crying out loud we always say you know Steelers always are always in it. They always, you know, Tomlin has them nine, 10 wins right around 500 or above in the playoffs. But when they play teams that they should beat, that they're better than, that their record says at the end of the year that they are better than, they always seem to make it interesting, play down to their opponent, lose to the opponent. Um, it just always seems to happen. Playing as a big favorite is just different. If, if it wasn't that way across sports, I mean, sports books wouldn't have all this money. Sportsbook clean up, clean up on that stuff. That you know, that's that's why they're out there setting those lines, and they do a very good job at it. But the reason why they make money is because it's hard to predict. This stuff is hard to predict, and it's across all sports. Uh, so I saw a couple of ridiculous tweets um, just throughout this ser- this A series this week. One of them, you know, uh, what do you say? Uh, I have it written down here. Ba- baseball is such a weird sport, which I tr- I agree. Most other sports can be won on paper, but not baseball. What? What other sports can be won on paper? No sports can be won on paper, 
We see this in hockey, basketball, football, even down to soccer. You know, it's you can't. It's tough to predict. It's definitely not one on paper. If that was the case, then you know, just go bet the Chiefs and Eagles to make the play, you know, make the Super Bowl again, and you're going to win money. But again, it doesn't happen like that. Or just bet all the favorites, and it just doesn't happen that way. So, what sports are one on paper? I mean, look look at the NBA and NHL finals right now. You have two teams in Miami where eight seeds and they're in the finals, which I mean, I remember growing up in the 90s with with, uh, the NBA, like it was chalk the whole postseason to see. I remember when uh, Matumbo beat the uh, Sonics. That was like, and it was a five game series. So it was even probably more more likelihood of that happening. That was like unheard of that a a low seed knocked off a, a, a top seed. So you know, now you have two eight seeds in the in the finals, and that doesn't happen every year. But, you know, you see it in the NHL and stuff. You see it in NFL all the time. Teams come kind of out of nowhere and, and make a run, and you can go from, you know, worst to first in, in most sports. I th- I'd say all, all sports, really. I mean, baseball, I think, is one of the toughest to go from from worst to first. But we've seen it happen before. There, there are cases where that's happened. Um, but – yeah, it's just that's why sports books are in business, and I, I just, I, I, sh- I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I, like I said, I should have bet the A's myself, but th- you just knew it was coming. Everybody was just, oh, just sweep the A's. Yeah, it's easy. Just sweep them. We'll be on an eight-game tear. We'll be in first place. We'll be rolling. Got the Mets coming in next weekend, and it should have just known at home everything going for them on their side. What happens? Pirates can't find that big hit pretty much all series. If the A's hadn't walked in a farm on the opening series, we might have been swept, to be honest. Um, and, and just imagine you know, more of the comments there. But, yeah, the A's pretty much walked you know, walked a, a, a game away, basically. And, and then the Pirates just couldn't find that big hit. And then you just had two, just, you know, Keller, obviously. Um, I'm not going to get into this today, but, you know, a, a big concern in the last couple of his starts um, you know, he, he, he did just didn't have it. And then Contreras, who, you know, I talked about Contreras a couple weeks ago about, uh, you know, when they decided to go to the pen, well, I was going to, I was going to tweet this out. Maybe I still will, but pretty much since they said they were going to move him to the pen or skip to start Contreras has had a couple really bad outings. So I don't know if that played into it or if he's hurt. I know Tyler believes he's hurt, um, uh, but something's up. Um, but yeah, just Contreras got blown up and next thing you know, you're down seven, nothing. So, you know, kudos to the pirates offense, at least that, in that game, uh, yesterday where they, they battled back and at least scored five runs. So, I mean, you score five runs against the A's, uh, lineup, you should, you should be winning. And they they did that in two of the games. Um, but just the, the starting pitching wasn't there. Um, hopefully Keller isn't, uh, you know, hopefully, and I like long-term, I mean, I, I think Keller will be fine. I think we've seen enough from, I don't know if he's just in a, a weird spot right now and just didn't have it this past start, um, obviously against a weaker lineup, but these things happen, uh, you know, baseball, especially when people say, well, you know, it's not one on paper. I mean, baseball is, if you're, if your starting pitcher doesn't have it that day, I mean, you're down six, five, six, seven, nothing, just like that. It's over, you know? So baseball is, while it's a team sport, it can really be individual with, you know, your pitcher and everything on the mound. You're only as good as your next next day starter. So, um, yeah, so I, I just, you know, I, 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 it's like you know it was coming. You're just like, but no, nah, the Pirates will win. They, they have to. Um, now, do I think this all of a sudden makes the Pirates the 
you know, worst team in the league now because they lost to the worst team in the league two out of three? No. But I, I like I don't think also going into the series they weren't they weren't a great team either. They, they like I said they've been streaky inconsistent. Um, I think at best they're mediocre. They're in a bad division, and hopefully they hang around and they, they you know they'll they'll put some things together and finish over five hundred and everything for the season and kind of build on for for twenty twenty four, which is what your hope was going into this year. Um, but look, the Pirates have made a lot of strides. You know, absolutely. Look at the go back and look at the lineup from last year or two years ago. I mean, th- there were guys in there that you know or just weren't major leaguers. Now the Pirates still have some of those guys in their lineup this year, but it's not as it's not as much. Um, so you know, they've made a lot of strides. They've played better baseball. It's just been really inconsistent. And you know, I say, well, the Pirates are a young team. Well, you you throw out Kutch, Rich Hill, and Santana, and they're really young. Um, so, you know, Rich, Rich Hill's 43 uh, year old age kind of kind of ups the uh, average age once you have him on there. But really, overall, it's a lot of young players. It's a lot of prospects that are just coming up. Um, hopefully, Andy Rodriguez is right around the corner. My God, call him up. Can we get Hedges out of the lineup and Jason DeLay? So hopefully those guys will be coming up. But, you know, it looks like the rotation could be just more of a concern here if if Contreras is injured or doesn't have it and if Keller continues to struggle. Um, you definitely, you know, you know, you look for guys like Keller to right the ship on a losing streak and, and stop that stop that losing streak. This you had the winning streak going and he's on the mound. You're thinking, just keep riding it. And uh, yeah, it did, didn't didn't work that way because it's baseball. And again, like I said, it's not the Washington Wild things coming on there. So why are we flipping out? And going crazy uh, on Twitter, and the Pirates are the worst. I mean, you guys remember this was ten days ago that that opening game series against the uh, the Giants on Memorial Day. Pirates lose fourteen to four, drop below five hundred for the first time since early April, and maybe I think the first time all season. I don't think they were under five hundred in April, and uh, everybody's oh they're losing a hundred again. Here come the Cardinals are going to win the division by thirteen games. It's over. Forget about it. Shut it down. The Pirates rip off, five, you know, five, six in a row. They're back. Everybody's, oh, this team's going to the playoffs. They need banging, you know, banging their fists on the table for the call, the call the young guys, the catchers. Um, let's get going. And uh, they lose two games to the A's, who, yes, are bad. They have a really bad record. And uh, yeah, now, now they're the worst team ever again. So, and you watch it off day today. They go in this weekend to play the Mets. You watch, they'll take two or three or sweep the Mets or something. And I'll be there Saturday. So if you're there, uh, get at me, tweet me, DM me, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get something set up. I'm taking the kids, taking the family, the in-laws, uh, the wife. So it should be a good time. I'll probably be hanging out in that kid's area um, in right field. So, yeah, so that's that. Um, the second tweet I wanted to talk about, which I quote tweeted um, uh, yesterday. I think it was yesterday when they when they were losing. Um, so now I can't find the second tweet. Okay, yeah. So yeah, this is good. Losing two or three to the A's is another reason why you can't take the Pirates seriously. Now, <laughs> that's just ridiculous because number one, the A's, the worst team in baseball, 12 and 50 coming into the series, not even two weeks ago, they took two or three from the Atlanta Braves. The the you know, most recent recently world champion Atlanta Braves. Ronald Acuna, Matt Olson, very good team, still very good. They're in first place. 
the A's took two or three from the from the Braves. The Braves were, I think, minus 280, 240, that whole series. And the A's were on the verge of sweeping them. So I guess you can't take the Braves seriously either. Like, come on, people. It's just these one-off quotes, uh, tweets about, oh, they're so bad and you can't take them seriously and this and that. Now, I'm not saying they're, again, I'm not saying they're a great team. I, I think they've made a lot of strides this year and they've gotten better at, at, at definitely at a lot of areas. But they still got a lot of work to do. They're still a young team. And whether you could take them seriously or not, it, it didn't have anything to do with those last two A's games. It, it's just that's what happens, guys. It's baseball. It's sports. You're going to win some. You're going to lose some. Sometimes it rains. Um, but, yeah, you, you can't take them seriously. Well, using that logic, we can't take the Braves seriously. Yeah, we, we, we can't take any of these teams seriously because they lost a baseball game to one of the worst teams ever. Uh, well, we don't even know if it's one of the worst teams ever. I mean, they could, you know, at some point you got to think the A's were going to win some games. I mean, you know, are they going to go be historically lose, you know, 140 games or something? Um, who knows? So we'll, and then they won a couple games this week and they won a couple games against the Braves. So they're not completely uh, just throwing nothing out there where they, they're not winning. Um, I know they're the team's moving to Vegas and they, the fans aren't coming out now and it's just a terrible situation. But again, maybe with that kind of stuff, it's better for a team like that to be on the road. So um, again, I'm not making excuses. I'm not saying the pirates, you know, are, are a great team by any stretch of the imagination, but the, the pirate, whether the pirates are a good team or not this year is going to be determined by the, the course of the whole season and not these two games against the A's. So, it's just, it is what it is. The season is a long season. It's a marathon. It's not a sprint. Uh, if the Pirates come in and win two or three against the Mets, and we have a lot of divisional games coming up, Brewers, Cubs, we swept the Cardinals last weekend. I mean, you win those divisional games, people are going to forget about this. You know, maybe at the end of the year, if you miss out on the playoffs or something by a game or two, um, you'll look back at this series and say what could have been, but you can look back through a lot of a lot of games. You know, teams are going to lose and win, you know everybody's going to win and lose sixty games in a season. <laughs> Maybe not the A's this year, but there, there's a ton of, tons of wins and losses. Um, and when you get to the end of the season, you know we'll see. But even if you know they miss out on the playoffs by a game or two, and they were eighty three and eighty one at the end of the year, like is that uh, is that something where oh that be you no know, eighty three and seventy nine. Is that something where you're like, oh, if they would have just beat the A's? But again, if you're making, if you're one game out of the playoffs at 83 wins, you're just you're in a bad division. First off, or you know you're fighting for a bad wild card spot. So there's a lot of parity bouncing around, especially in the National League. Um, and hey, the Pirates are right in the race. You know, a game and a half out of first behind the Brewers this weekend or going into this weekend. Um, I think the Brewers finish up with the Orioles today, so we'll see what happens there. But yeah, it's it is what it is, guys. It, it sucked, but I'm not going to flip out and say the Pirates are the worst team ever. And oh, you can't take them seriously, and all this stuff. And baseball's not, you know, baseball's one on paper, and it's not one on paper. But other sports are. Like guys, this is sports across the board. It is. It's why the the casinos are in business and why they make money and why they set lines. And it's it's tough stuff to predict. So. I feel like I've been yelling here for <clears throat> 20 minutes. So that's my that's my pod this week. I one big rant. I I didn't want to I didn't really have any other rant to rant about. It was uh, like I said, good good week. Um 
like I said, it was awesome seeing everybody Saturday um, at Live well, Plot. I might as well just call it the Live Tailgate. Um, and uh, I'll, again, I'll be there this Saturday against the Mets, where hopefully the Pirates turn it around and uh, take two or three from the Mets, and uh, maybe we can go from there. And like I said, the Mets haven't been good, very good this year. They've been up and down. Um, it's been very just per, uh, parody around the NL. So it'll be interesting to see how things play out. Um, I'm not writing off the team yet. I, like I said, people are writing them off at, at the end of May and you know, then they win a couple games and everybody's back on the, Oh, we're going to the playoffs and this team's back and call up all the young guys. And when Cruz gets back this and that, I mean, that's another thing too. This is a team missing Cruz where, you know, they've done a great job without them hanging in there. Like I said, they've just made a lot of strides. They've gotten better over the past two, three, you know, I mean, they gotten better this year, but over since what we've seen in the past two, three, four years, where the team was tanking um, and just, yeah, Andy's coming, you know, Davis is coming hopefully and we'll, we'll get there. We'll, it'll be all right. It'll be all right. <laughs> you know, and if the pirates, if they end up falling back to earth, which I mean, I think they have at this point, but if they really fall back more and they go under 500, then they just, that, that was the team they were. They weren't that good of a team this year. Um, but it doesn't mean that going into next year and stuff that they didn't take a you know a big step forward. I I think so. But hey, we'll keep going. That's why they play the games on the field, not on paper. They're not playing on paper on my yellow pad over here. Um, so all right, that's it. Uh, I'll see you. Like I said, DM me if you're going to be at the game Saturday. We'll meet up, and uh, that's it. Peace. Here's Jim's stupid face. You all, thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go, Bucks. I'm Cindy Lauper. My psoriasis was all over, even on my scalp, which may mean four times the risk for psoriatic arthritis. But Cosentix works on both. Cosentix secukinumab is prescribed for adults with moderate to severe plaque psoriasis 300 milligram dose and adults with active psoriatic arthritis 150 milligram dose. Don't use if you're allergic to Cosentix. Before starting, get checked for TB. Serious allergic reactions, severe skin reactions that look like eczema, and an increased risk of infections, some fatal, have occurred. Cosentix may lower ability to fight infections, so tell your doctor if you have an infection or symptoms like fevers, sweats, chills, muscle aches, or cough, had a vaccine or plan to, or if IBD symptoms develop or worsen. Learn more at Cosentix.com or one Cosentix. Ask your doctor about Cosentix. Building a stronger financial foundation? Good plan. Northwestern Mutual's Guide to Good Financial Planning can help you balance spending and saving, set goals, and start creating the life you want to be living. You'll learn how the tools in your financial plan reinforce each other to help you minimize taxes and offset potential risks. Grow your confidence by strengthening your finances today at northwesternmutual.com slash goodplan. The Northwestern Mutual Life Insurance Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Expectations matter. What do you expect from an SUV? 
Versatility, a range of sizes built to fit your life, a range of exteriors that all invite stairs, or being able to take control of more than just the wheel. Expectations matter, but exceeding them matters more. How we get there matters. The Audi family of SUVs. Progress you can feel. If you travel, you know how to pull off a perfect getaway. You know after you enroll with your Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card, you get up to $10 back monthly on U.S. rideshare purchases with select providers, like a car to the airport. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths and where the Wi-Fi password is rarely used because you're the escape artist. It's why you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member. If you travel, you know. Terms apply. Purchases must be on card. Visit go.amex slash you know. Walmart Plus members save on meeting up with friends. Save on having them over for dinner with free delivery with no hidden fees or markups. That's groceries plus napkins plus that vegetable chopper to make things a bit easier. Plus, members save on gas to go meet them in their neck of the woods. Plus, when you're ready for the ultimate sign of friendship, start a show together with your included Paramount Plus subscription. Walmart Plus members save on this plus so much more. Start a 30-day free trial at walmartplus.com. Paramount Plus, essential plan only. Separate registration required. See Walmart Plus terms and conditions.